Hey, Nelson Alcoholic Addict. That's not my real name. That is a pen name that I use here at this newsletter. I should also say, because I have not mentioned it in a while, sometimes I change some details of a story to protect another person's identity or my own. Sometimes I change, combine people or anecdotes to make a larger point about recovery or drinking. And I think the larger points within this newsletter are always true and based on real events and situations. But if you and a gang of fact checkers examine this newsletter, I think you'd find that sometimes I'll sometimes I'll say something happened 10 years ago, but it was actually like a month ago. Um, I'll change details just to uh, protect people, you know. Uh, and so I try to think about it like, you know, like recovery is sometimes described, it's the exact nature that matters more than maybe the exact details. So I always try to be truthful. I just try to also protect other people. All right, let's talk about the topic today I want to talk about was, um, you know, right before Thanksgiving, I was walking out of a meeting with a guy who said he always tries to remember around the holidays that a grateful heart never drinks. Uh, it, you hear that phrase a lot, you know, and I love it now, but I didn't used to. You hear it all the time in 12-step meetings and in literature and also just sober people say it a lot. And I used to shrug my shoulders at it. Um, I don't think I'd ever spent any time truly contemplating the relationship between gratitude and not drinking. And to be honest, early on in recovery... I was just trying not, I was just hanging on, man. I was just trying to not drink. And the idea that if I felt grateful, I would avoid something that I hadn't been able to avoid in 10 years. It was absurd, you know? And I also bristled at anything that seemed too, like, like hippy-dippy bullshit, too new age, whatever. I was too cool for that, right? <laughs> what a mistake by me. Um, in recent years, I've done quite a few gratitude lists and worked on gratitude all the time. And I began to realize that gratitude is a room clearer. And by room clearer, I mean that if you have gratitude, everything else is clears out of the room. You know, it's like if a skunk goes into the middle of a party and blasts off, man, everybody empties out of there, right? That's what gratitude does. It clears the room. I would make this list at the end of the day with five to 10 things I was grateful for. Sometimes I would spend like 10 seconds doing it and it changed my whole perspective. The reality of my life, the reality of it, not like my perspective at that moment, the reality of my life would sink in because the truth is I was, ha I was healthy. My kids and my wife, they were healthy. We paid all our bills that month, so the cars were running and the lights were on, and I had a job. It was, it was a job I really loved, too, not just a, a nine-to-five. My cats were great. Dinner was very good. My neighbors were awesome. Life was pretty good. So anyway, you get the point that, that when you zero in on all the good things, it really pulls your life back to where you're looking at it from the treetops, not from the ground level. And the non-treetop view can be petty and dopey and just filled with ticky-tacky annoyances and resentments that feel like a big deal, but they aren't. You don't even remember them a week later. So how could they be wrecking your life? So I would try to get an, a, a grateful heart using a gratitude list, and it often worked. It worked well. To go back to my thoughts on the phrase, a grateful heart never drinks, 
it was true in that instance, but was what was also true was a grateful heart never drinks, but a grateful heart also didn't have space to be mad about that work email that sucked or or a grateful heart didn't have time to shit talk another parent from the playground or mock somebody at Target for what they were wearing or a grateful heart doesn't have time to yell at a driver who cuts in line during a traffic jam. There wasn't room for bad habits when my whole head and heart were filled with gratitude. It's interesting um it's interesting to me how how much of an antidote gratitude is for anger. For the sake of this conversation, um, let me define anger the way that I understand it now. I understand it as a very complex emotion um, that that requires a lot of unpacking. You know, when I feel anger, it usually involves some combination of resentment, fear, ego, financial insecurity, a bunch of things. It's not just just raw, red-faced anger, you know. I'm almost never angry just because I'm mad. There's usually something else going on with me. And for example, you know, take a take a pretty common situation where you get angry uh, for like not being included on a work email or a party invite. Let's use a work email, okay? Um, it's not nearly as simple as I'm upset because I wasn't included on a work email. It's me wondering a bunch of other things that all collide. And they turn into fear and ego and eventually anger, you know, like, like, let's take that work email example. Did they purposely exclude me? And if, why? And if they accidentally forgot me, how could they accidentally forget me? How is that possible? I should have been the first person they thought of. Is there a work group that's getting close and I'm not included? I'm not involved in this new clique. Should I reach out and give this person a hard time about it? And if so, what? how bad should it be? How much should I yell at them? Maybe, and you know what? Maybe I should have a meeting and not invite that person. How about that? I could keep going. Uh, we've all been there, but you get the point. Humility. In those situations, humility drains out of your body, 100% gone. Conspiracy and fear enter the chat. Patience and grace are nowhere to be found. And at the end, it's just that I'm pissed and I just want to be pissed. And let me go back to the antidote idea. Sometimes when I'm in one of those ruts where I got left off an email or something else that is petty in the grand scheme of life, I'll run through a gratitude list and the amount of gratitude just quickly pushes all the other crap out of the room. By the end, I'm no longer livid that I was forgotten or excluded and I don't feel the need to write and rewrite and rewrite again a scathing reminder to this person that I belong in important work meetings, you asshole. I don't feel that anymore. I feel gratitude because instead I'm just I'm sitting there. I'm thinking about how I have a pretty good life, a great family, a good house and on and on and on. And I'll tell you what, that is a better place to be than plotting out scathing reminders to people. Thank you for letting me share.